Welcome to the Casted Podcast. This season, we're exclusively talking to our customers about how they're using the Casted platform to deliver audio and video that fuels their content marketing and grows their business. Content marketing is still one of the hardest jobs out there, and we love sharing our customers' unique experiences, which in turn helps our audience find ways to dig deeper into the challenges they face and the solutions they're discovering. I'm Katie Narens, Senior Customer Success Manager at Casted, the B2B podcast and video platform built by marketers for marketers. And I'll be your guide on this episode of the Casted Podcast. When the pandemic canceled in-person meetings, many brands had to rethink their content marketing strategy. They had to lean into digital and above all, they had to be creative. For my guest today, that creative solution was podcasting. As the marketing communications consultant at Caterpillar Oil and Gas and Marine, Haley Wheeler has one foot planted firmly in modern-day digital transformation and the other foot planted in one of the most recognized brands in the U.S. Likewise, Haley has two big goals, reaching the next generation of Caterpillar customers while also serving the brand's legacy audience. And she's accomplishing both goals with multi-channel content, where she can track engagement data with an eye towards optimizing future content. Haley also practices what we preach here at Casted. She's amplifying her content through all the channels her audience prefers, driving brand awareness as well as pipeline. Today, she's going to share her thoughts on the power of podcasting, why Caterpillar did it in the first place, how they've adapted their shows to speak to their audience, and all the way she's amplifying and measuring Caterpillar content to keep reaching new and existing customers. <laughs> We're live on the Casted Podcast, and uh, this episode is brought to you by air conditioning, which I'm really appreciating right now uh, in this 90-degree heat in Indianapolis. Um, and I have with me Haley Wheeler from Caterpillar, who is in a much hotter place than I am. Yep. Do you have air conditioning over there? I do have air conditioning. Yes. Yeah. I'm in, I am in Houston, Texas, and I think it's like probably 105 today. So that's really awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. It is so exciting to do this with you. Um, we get to connect on a monthly basis regularly and to be able to just kind of chat amongst ourselves, but in front of the rest of the world is pretty cool. So I'm pumped. let's maybe tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do at Caterpillar. Yeah, definitely. So my name is Haley Wheeler. I am a marketing communications consultant within Caterpillar's oil and gas and marine division. I certainly wear a lot of hats in my role, but my main responsibilities involve supporting the planning and executing of our marketing campaigns, along with our content strategy for these campaigns. And as for content that I specifically own, I produce our webinars and our podcasts. So you're no stranger to all of this. You're just normally behind the scenes. Exactly. Exactly. This is yeah. my very first podcast that I'm actually like a guest on. <laughs> so excited to have you. You work at Caterpillar and there's a lot of different like business units within Caterpillar. Um, so you mentioned oil and gas. There's marine. I know there's a ton of others. Um, so do they all like develop and execute on their own content strategy or does it all kind of like bubble up? I guess what's yeah. that structure look like? 
Yeah. So all business units develop their own content strategy, marketing campaigns, things like that. And our business unit is no exception. So all business units are choosing, you know, what marketing mix works best to get the message across to their unique customers. Like you mentioned, there's so many different business units in Caterpillar and and they're all very specific. They all have very specific, you know, customers who have specific needs. So it is dependent that content strategy really is dependent on um, the business unit. Sure. That makes sense. And um, with Caterpillar being around for like almost a hundred years, right? So like it'll be a hundred years in what, 2025? around that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, I I couldn't remember the exact, but it's really close. Um, how do you keep content fresh and exciting for the next generation of customers and partners and also like making it accessible and easy to consume and digest for your legacy customers? Yeah. So that's a really good question. So, and this is something that I've thought a lot about too. So, the next generation is ultimately going to be the people buying cat products. They're going to be our customers. So, you know, these up and this up and coming generation and, you know, five years are going to be making these big purchasing decisions. So we obviously want to target this younger generation. And to do so, we need to take a look at the new ways and preferences for consuming content. Um, And podcasts are one of those types of content that this new generation is interested in, which is one of the main reasons why we we chose to do a podcast in the first place. Um, We still use our traditional ways of connecting with our legacy customers too. you know, think like web pages, articles, emails, press releases, things like that. That's how we connect with these, you know, older customers. But it's nice that we have the ability to mesh those older forms of content with newer forms of trending virtual content like podcasts, like webinars, um, to where we can meet legacy customers and new and up and coming customers where they're already at. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. Um, And I'm so glad you brought up the podcast because that's exactly what I want to talk about next with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So we already kind of know a little bit of the reason for starting a podcast. Um, You know, it's, it's what the younger generation is interested in. It's, you know, what they want to hear from. Um, But, you know, that aside, what were some of the other reasons that you started a podcast for oil and gas and Marine? Yep. So the idea of starting a podcast came at the beginning of 2020, which we all know what happened at the first part of 2020. Um, And we were trying to find a way to connect with our customers in a time where face to face interactions were limited. So that person to person interaction you know, had obviously proven very successful for us in the past, but with lockdowns and restrictions due to COVID, we had to get a lot more creative in this like all new, all virtual space in order to engage customers. So with how popular podcast had become during this time and also how successful other business units within Caterpillar had been with their podcast, Um, We decided to go for it and start a podcast as a way to not only connect with that newer generation of customers, but to also build brand awareness, drive customer loyalty and generate 
leads as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it it makes me just kind of wonder, like statistically, like how many like B2B podcasts were created around that same time frame as a way to do exactly what you just said. So Mm -hmm. like just something that's very interesting to me. Definitely. Shout out to marketing. Um, (laughs) So you mentioned mentioned that you are reaching your customers through cat power. who, is, is your customer base the um, sole target audience or are you also targeting like prospects or like partners? I guess, what does that look like? Yeah. So our podcast is generally targeted at, you know, people who are already our customers, but not only customers who, you know, want to learn more about the products and services that we offer, but also customers who are invested in our brand and like, customers who want to know more about like what's new and what's trending and like the global oil and gas and marine industries. But um, yeah, like you said, beyond customers, you know, we're also hoping to reach prospects as well. Um, You know, beyond prospects, we're also seeing that our Caterpillar dealers are listening to our podcasts. Um, You know, I think, going back to prospects, I think there's a lot of people that are listening to our podcast who might just be like brand ambassadors who are interested in learning more about like what's going on in the industry and like what Caterpillar is doing in this space. And we can talk a little bit more about that. Um, But yeah, I mean, ideally we're reaching, we're wanting to target customers and potential, you know, customers and prospects as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So everything, everything, everyone you can reach, basically. basically. Everybody who's interested in Caterpillar, yes. But particularly those who are interested in buying our, you know, products. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, And so you implemented the show or you you kicked off the show in early 2020. Mm -hmm. We're now in 2022. Um, I know that kind of early on into the process, you kind of restructured what the show um, or I guess you kind of restructured the show in some way. Can you tell me a little bit about why you made those changes and like how you knew to make those changes? Yeah, definitely. So in the very early stages of our podcast, we were doing everything internally, which was great because, you know, it was 2020. We didn't have, you know, a crazy big budget for podcasts, but we still wanted to do them. So, um, By doing everything internally, this meant that we had actually one of our Caterpillar sales managers as our host. Um, And we were also working with our technical writer to script every single word that was said in these podcasts. So we had exactly what our host would say, exactly what our Caterpillar guest would answer. Um, And this honestly... It was a great jumping off point, but it led to a fairly flat and unexciting listener experience. So we made a couple of tweaks that next year. So first we got a professional podcast host who was good on the fly. He could keep an engaging conversation going. Um, And as a result, we were able to stop scripting the podcast. And instead we could just send over to our podcast guests and our host a list of potential questions that they should be prepared for. Um, And we did both of these things. So getting a a professional host and just sending over um, 
questions, not scripts. Uh, we did both of these things to give our audience a better overall experience. So a big part of this podcast, like I mentioned, is driving customer loyalty. Um, and we wanted to produce something more professional and more engaging to our audience to listen to that would leave them with a really great impression of cat oil and gas and marine. Yeah. Absolutely. And Sergio is awesome. He's very like captivating to listen to. He definitely draws your attention in. So yeah, he's, he's a great host. Yeah. Um, so then you were live for like roughly about a year before you teamed up with Casted. So um, give us a little bit of a glimpse of what life was like managing this podcast prior to Casted or, or teaming up with Casted. Yeah, definitely. So life before Casted involved a lot of extra work and a lot of extra money. <laughs> so um, a great example of this is before, we, uh, a little bit before we were working with Casted, once we had a little bit more budget to work with, we wanted to create audiograms and videograms of our podcast to promote on social media because we really saw the value in them. Um, and we had tried creating these grams ourselves, uh, but they were too time consuming. So we started working with an external vendor to create them for us. Um, but this vendor was pretty pricey um, and honestly, also really time consuming. So we were working with a company who was in another country. Um, and, you know, because of that, being in a, another time zone that I think was like a 12 hour difference, you know, content and edits took a really long time to finalize. Um, in my opinion, I thought the price was a little high for the quality that we were receiving and it just wasn't the best situation. But um, one of the biggest selling points for Casted for us was that audiogram and videogram creation was all fully integrated into the platform. And so that was a big plus. Um, but beyond this, the audiogram and videogram creation, um, casted be, before casted, we only had very basic metrics that we could track. Um, plus, our podcast was very fragmented. We didn't really have like a central platform that provided us with like the visibility that we needed. So it was just between like everything being really fragmented, you know, wanting to create audiograms and videograms, but just like not having the best situation surrounding that. That's really, that's really what we were dealing with before we joined with Casted. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of chasing, just like going between yeah. like different platforms and chasing down like deadlines on different um, parts of the process and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. oh, well, hopefully you sleep a little bit better at night now. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> good, good. Um, so I'm kind of moving more into like the amplification piece and like mm -hmm. creating the content to begin with. How do you determine the topics that you're covering in each episode? Yep. So we try to tie topics back to our marketing campaigns. Uh, and our podcasts, for the most part, are used as supplemental marketing content to promote the products or services that are featured in our campaigns. Um, these podcast topics are typically presented or our guests um, are leaders in the industry. So whether those are Caterpillar lead engineers or subject matter experts that are our guests, um, sometimes we've had guests that are leading customers who've bought our products and use them in their operations. Those have been a guest on our podcast too. So those are typically um, the types of people that we have on 
the show. And, 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 you know, like I mentioned, all of our podcasts relate back to, you know, our marketing campaigns in some way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so now um, you've taken a little bit of a break with the podcast. I know eventually you're going to go into a new season um, and you've recently started using themes within Casted. So I would love to hear about how themes has um, has and will impact the um, topics that you're choosing for the next season of Cat Power. Yeah, definitely. Um, So Casted Themes has been really great. Um, it actually helps us determine where our content gaps are. So at the beginning of the year, I hold strategy planning sessions where I talk with senior leaders, sales managers, and subject matter experts to determine what our main business goals are for the year. So this year, for example, we want to focus on topics like ESG, system integrations and services, just to name a few. Um, And with Casted, we can plug these business goals into themes and we can see what podcasts that we already have available are hitting on these goals. And we can also determine what goals aren't mentioned or like what types of messaging isn't mentioned in our podcast that we should focus on. So it's a really great metric for us to track because we can then show our leaders that yes, our podcast content is directly hitting upon our yearly business goals. And like, here's all the different, you know, sections that it's hitting on those topics. That's really cool. So you don't have to like sit down and like kind of brainstorm and like go through a bunch of things. Like it's just kind of like there for you, like nice and accessible. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it really, it really going back to kind of what I said, like it really helps us determine, okay, what are our gaps and like what podcast do we need? Like a podcast focus on like system integration, because I don't think we really have one. So like, that's also something to keep in mind, you know, when, when figuring out, okay, what podcast do we want to have for the year and how can they, you know, relate back to our marketing campaigns, but also relate back to our business goals. That's so awesome. So awesome. So with the content that you that you have and will create, what is your favorite way um, or your preferred way, I guess, mm-hmm. to promote that content? And how does Casted help with that? Yeah. So primarily we promote our content through our social media channels. So we use LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to get the word out to our customers. Um, But beyond this, beyond social media, we also send out emails um, to our marketable contacts with links to our content as well. And then sometimes e-newsletters might have certain content in there too. Um, But in terms of how Casted has helped promote our content, so Casted helps us determine the specific piece of content that we want to promote. And then also helps with, I guess, the actual promotion as well. So I'll give you a good example. Um, So currently, my team is working on an ESG slash sustainability campaign. Um, By using Casted Themes, actually, we know that a lot of our already existing podcast episode touch upon topics like ESG, sustainability, you know, governance, and so forth. Um, So instead of having to create new content, we can pinpoint what content we already have that hits upon our messaging goals. And we can just amplify this existing content, which is a lot less work on our end. So in terms of the actual act of promoting, um, Casted makes this easy with 
like the managed services. So, you know, we've got somebody helping us with creating key takeaways for our podcast. You know, we get help creating audiograms and videograms of specific snippets of the podcast where we're talking about ESG, for example. So Casted makes it really easy for us to reuse and kind of re-promote our content again and again. You know, even when we are like not coming out with any new episodes, we can look back Mm -hmm. at old episodes and like just pull that and amplify that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you've been doing such an incredible job with that. So like, I'm, I'm feeling the love here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. (laughs) No, it's been really awesome. Awesome. That it all makes me so happy. And uh, shout out to Dion out there from managed services. Who's just been killing it. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about the other side of this, which is like measuring your success. And I feel like that's one of the like most difficult things for um, B2B podcasters to do. Um, so what are some of the, I guess, first off, what are some of the success metrics that you're focused on um, when you're looking at how your podcast is performing? Yeah. So we are looking first and foremost at total listens slash views because our podcast is audio and video. Um, The podcast is, like I mentioned at the very beginning, primarily aimed at driving brand awareness and customer loyalty, which is a little hard to measure, but the more eyes and ears on it, the better. Um, When we post our episodes on social media, uh, we're also looking at engagement and impressions and reach. Um, But when we put episodes on cat.com landing pages or in an email, we also are wanting to look at, okay, how many clicks does this podcast get on the email or on a landing page? Um, We like to, this is something that I've really started doing as of late. So is including a trackable call to action on our podcasts to determine if customers who watch our podcast on YouTube, for example, are interested enough to fill out a form to, you know, contact their local dealer, for example, after watching the podcast. So I'd say we're looking at you know, more typical success metrics that probably most other companies do for their podcast, but between, you know, looking at like, you know, engagement, impressions, you know, total views and looking at those trackable CTA links. um, That's kind of for the most part, what we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then with you, you know, the hope is to reach customers Mm -hmm. and your assumption is that you're reaching customers especially based on the subject matter that you're covering. But, you know, before you were using Casted, how were you validating that you were reaching the intended audience? Mm -hmm. Uh, We weren't. (laughs) Uh, We were guessing. (laughs) Um, So we were targeting customers. So we assumed that customers were watching, but we really couldn't say for sure. And that's why I was very interested in Casted Insights. (laughs) Great, great segue, because I, I was actually going to ask about yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> you. You were one of the first people to raise your hand for Insights Beta. Um, and I was going to ask what attracted you to Insights, but it sounds like, you know, it was kind of a great fit to a very visible problem that you had. Yep. 
Yep. So we, yeah, like I mentioned, I mean, we weren't able to validate who exactly our podcast audience was before insights. And we'd had many leaders ask if there was a way to see exactly who was listening. And the answer was always no. Like we knew what countries our audience were, was from, um, you know, we knew how many people were listening. Um, but we didn't know many specifics. Like we didn't know what companies these people were from or any other specific information like that. And that's kind of important if we want to know, like if it's customers that are listening or not. So um, the fact that Casted was the first platform to have this ability to show this type of data, like what companies our customers worked at, I was totally on board too. And that's, <laughs> and that is why I raised my hand for Casted Insights. Cause I thought that that was really cool. Absolutely. So Tell us about your experience with Insights then. So my experience with Insights has been very eye-opening. Um, it's great to get validation that our podcast is reaching the people that we want it to. I think that's been the highlight of my experience. Um, but the tool itself has been very easy to use as well. So it's easy to click around and see the list of companies that are listening to our podcast we're able to, you know, download an Excel file too to look at the data in spreadsheet format. Um, and I know that y'all have mentioned that there's like a lot of new features and functionalities eventually coming our way on Insights. So that's exciting as well. But it's been a really great experience just like using Insights and like getting insights on, you know, our, the people that are listening to the podcast. I found that it's really hard to like not say the word insights when talking about insights. And so I just like roll with it and I'm like, hey, you know, it's punny. I mean, it, it's a great, it's obviously a great name for that tool. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I, we did, um, or I, I guess I challenged you to do like a validation exercise, right? To like look at the data and tell me like, what are you seeing from this? Like, what's like, what's standing out to you? Um, so did any of like, was there anything that surprised you when you did that exercise? Yeah. So I was surprised um, with how many people who weren't customers, weren't Caterpillar dealers and weren't directly connected to the oil and gas and marine industries in any way um, that were listening to our podcast. I think it's interesting to think that maybe these people are just like, brand ambassadors that want to hear what we're up to. So that was really interesting to see. Um, but on the flip side, I was surprised and excited to see that we actually did have customers, Caterpillar dealers and people within the oil and gas and marine space listening to our podcast. So it was nice to see that what we hoped our podcast would do, which was to target people within this space, you know, is actually doing what it, it was intended for. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That's yeah. got to be so rewarding for you to see. It is. Um, so now you have insights as a great tool in your back pocket. Um, mm -hmm. What are you hoping to use that for to kind of help propel Caterpillar forward and help like need meet or exceed, hopefully exceed your business goals? Mm -hmm. So I guess first and foremost, this data affirms that the podcast is accomplishing what it set out to do, which is getting customers to listen to our content. Um, yeah. On the other hand, we also have a better understanding of our gaps. So yes, customers are listening to our podcast, but a lot of customers aren't. So, you know, and a lot of fairly random companies are listening. So we could use this data to determine maybe where we're falling short 
maybe look into tweaking certain things and seeing if, you know, these changes increase or decrease overall customer viewership. Um, looking into the future, I think there could be eventual plans for this data to impact our sales funnel in some way. So maybe this information, you know, that we gather from insights could be shared with our sales team in order to identify potential customers before those customers even reach out. You know, the strategy with insights is certainly still being worked out, but I can certainly see it being very beneficial to us, you know, moving forward and looking into like, a bigger strategy for our podcast and like for using the Casted platform. Oh, that's so exciting. Just like thinking about like the Haley, like managing or overseeing this podcast from mm -hmm. like its inception, like, you know, yeah, literally two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And like seeing the tools that you're armed with now, like it just makes me so excited to see like what another like year or two is going to bring for, for you, for Caterpillar, for Cat Power, everyone involved. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah, it's really exciting. And, I, and I'm glad we're, we hopped on board with Casted because it's given us so just so much more information and like data and like has really made me think about like, OK, like we've got this like really awesome platform. Let's come. Uh, let me come up with like this really awesome strategy to go along with it. So, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can only imagine what, you know, the next couple of years are going to bring, you know, for this. That's so awesome. What a great story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us today. My closing question um, to you is what advice would you give other enterprises um, in the podcasting slash content marketing world? Mm -hmm. So I would say, well, since I'm kind of on the topic of it, I mean, I would say come up with a podcast strategy out of the gate. So think about questions like, What's the objective of your podcast? You know, what goals do you have and what metrics do you want to track to show that this podcast is meeting your goals? You know, determine who your target audience is, what type of content that they're interested in. And then, you know, determine a content plan. You know, how often are you going to post on what cadence? What are those posts going to look like, et cetera? Um, my last piece of advice would be, you know, using Casted is a great option. <laughs> for your podcast. So I mean, having I didn't pay her to say that, that. <laughs> you know, having these amazing tools like insights, themes, you know, additional, you know, services like having an account manager, you know, having managed services that help with like transcript writing and audiogram and videogram creation and kind of weaving this into that podcast strategy that I was just talking about, you know, working with casted not only helps us determine a better overall strategy, but it also takes a lot of work off of our plate and also allows us to, you know, amplify our content in so many different ways. Um, so yeah, I would say those are my best pieces of advice um, for any enterprise uh, interested in getting into the podcasting space. Well, thank you for the shout out. I could get real, real gushy about it, but I'm not going to. I'll save it for later. Um, but it has been such a pleasure to like hang out with you throughout this journey and to just see like all the different things that we've been able to implement and try. Um, so yeah, it's likewise been a pleasure working with Caterpillar as well. Yeah, so. that's awesome to hear. No, it's, it's been great working with the Casted team and with you, of course, Katie. <laughs> So well, let's head into some Q&A. Um, I have a really great question to kick us off here. And um, uh, Mark is asking, 
Why do you think some brands are hesitant to make podcasts a part of their content marketing strategy? Yeah. So I would say, you know, it's a lot of work. Like podcasting is a lot of work. I mean, for us, I, I was at the very inception of this podcast and it took many, many months to get off the ground. You know, it took, you know, for a an enterprise as big as Caterpillar, you know, we had to go through a lot of approvals, a lot of talk with legal. We had to make sure that like literally every single thing that we did from like the logo to the name of the podcast was approved. So it's certainly a lot of work. And I think it can be a little intimidating because you're like, okay, you know, what are, you know, customers even interested in a podcast, you know, from our enterprise, you know, who in the company is going to be running this podcast, who's going to be coming up with the strategy. So I can see how it can be very intimidating. But based off of my experience, once you kind of get like rolling with it, it it works itself out. I mean, it's been a really great, um, I'm glad we started one. It's been a really great way to engage with our customers in this like new virtual way. So I'm really glad that we did it. And I would really encourage, you know, any enterprise that is looking into starting a podcast. Um, if it's something that like they think makes sense, you know, kind of come up maybe with that, you know, initial strategy, figure out if that's something that works for them. And then I'd say, just do it. It's been really awesome for us. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, let's see. Next question. When you're talking about amplifying content, can you give us an example where reusing, repurposing and refreshing existing content was really successful? Yeah. So um, a while ago, so quite a while ago, we did a campaign um, for an oil and gas engine called the G3600. It was like the 30th anniversary of the G3600, which was a really big deal. And we did a podcast with one of the original engineers that has been working with this engine his entire career, literally 30 years. Um, and uh, we recently have kind of gone into a podcast hiatus. There's, it's, not to get too detailed, but there's been a lot of like restructuring. We're trying to figure out, you know, what marketing campaigns we're going to run, things like that. And since our content is, you know, tied to our marketing campaigns, we just haven't done any podcast, but we still wanted to repurpose our older content because we, we see the value in it. We think people, other people see the value in it as well. Other customers see the value. So we were like, okay, let's post, um, a videogram that Cass had helped us create. Let's post this on social media. And we got like a 600% increase in engagement from doing that. So it was, it was really awesome and honestly really unexpected. But like the fact that like we were in a podcast hiatus, we haven't published a podcast in, you know, several, several months. Um, I don't actually, yeah, we haven't published one this year yet. Um, but the fact that like, we can still repurpose this content and get like crazy amounts of engagement on it. We did the same thing with a few others and we were looking at, you know, like 200% increase in engagement, you know, based off the last time wow. that we published. So like the fact that we can continue to do that, even if we kind of are in this like hiatus right now is really honestly, really amazing. I'm like, honestly, pretty unexpected too. So it's, that's been really great to see. And, and again, going back, like I love audiograms and videograms. I really see the value in them. And it seems like customers see the value in them too, especially with such an increase in engagement. So that was really great to see. 
Yeah, I, I love them too. Like I had a customer use the word snackable and it's like my favorite word to use for it too because it is, it's like a little snack and you get to get like a nice little highlight from, from that podcast and it can yeah. kind of pull you in. Like I, there's several mm-hmm. podcasts that I listen to that I found an audiogram and thought it was really great and now I'm subscribed. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a great way to get attention. Mm-hmm, 100%. And I mean, I mean, that's how we're getting the majority of views and listens on our podcast is just publishing a videogram or an audiogram. And then people click that link and then watch the full video. So that's, it's awesome to see. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. What? Oh my gosh, those numbers are in. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, it looks like we have one more question in here. Um, looks like, let's see. Um, what are some of the stories you cover on your podcast that really resonate with the audience and why do you think they resonate? Yeah. So I like how that says, like, what stories do you cover? Cause originally kind of going back to what we were talking about, about the, um, before we did like the restructuring of the podcast, before we got like a host and everything, our podcasts were very technical. Um, they were like very, very engineering focused and it wasn't, it wasn't like we were telling a story. So like when we signed on Sergio as our host and when we stopped doing this, like more scripted stuff, we started bringing in one, I mean, one of the big things that we did was we started bringing in customers. Um, so I'll talk about one. We did a, um, podcast, um, with a boat builder customer, Um, and we got him on the podcast. He was the, I think he's the president of the company. And he was just talking about like his background. How did he get into boat building? You know, why do they use Caterpillar? What do they love about Caterpillar? Um, they recently had an engine installed into one of their boats. And so we talked about that, but it's kind of just like crafting more of a, not so crafting more of just like a conversation. It's, it's more conversational. And I, and that podcast was one of our more successful ones. And I think that people really want to see that they really want to see just people just like chatting, like it's Mm -hmm. still very informational and educational and engaging, but it's not so technical. And that's really that shift that we started to do with our podcast is okay. Like let's have customers on here or like, let's have lead engineers on here. Another one, um, you know, we had a lead engineer talking about um, one of our Marine engines And so he just talked about, you know, not anything technical, but just like he talked about his background. He talked about how he started working on this engine, you know, from the very beginning to seeing it, you know, go to an open order board. Um, So I think stuff like that, you know, just having a just a casual conversation about just what Caterpillar products and solutions are, what they do. I think that really resonates with our audience. And we've seen such a big increase from our old podcasts that were a lot more scripted to our new podcasts that aren't scripted and are more of a conversation. We've seen a lot more engagement in these new podcasts. So yeah, people, people are interested in that more like story-based, you know, conversational type of um, content. Absolutely. That's, that's really cool. And uh, I agree. I mean, you know, being able to hear from someone that sounds human that you can identify with that it sounds like just like a group of friends talking like that's Mm -hmm. definitely that's that's very attractive to listen to especially like when you're trying to get information on a specific product or you know industry or anything like that so Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent 
All right. Well, that is what we have for Q&A. So Haley, I just want to take a minute to thank you again for spending some time with us today, talking through some of my questions. It's always such a pleasure talking with you. Um, this was a ton of fun. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And it is always great to talk with you too, Katie. I'm always happy to do, <laughs> do a podcast for y'all. Um, this was a lot of fun. I had a really good time um, talking about our podcast. Um, so yeah, it was really awesome. Awesome. I'm so glad. That's our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. To learn more about Caterpillar and all the insights Haley shared with us today, make sure to visit caterpillar.com and check out any of their podcasts like Cat Power and Beyond the Iron. To learn more about how Casted can help you, visit casted.us and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to get the latest on all things amplified marketing, B2B podcasting, and so much more.